This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. You know, because I follow a, a number of people online, different ministries and things like that, and they somebody posted something or whatever, but I started thinking about just sort of the whole pornography thing, right, and, and masturbation, yeah. and, and um, really self-satisfaction of all types, and it really is a shameful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, this whole, like, and I think what they originally posted was like, Porn is shame and sex is love or, or something like that or, yeah. or, you know, within the context of the way that it was built. And that's true, you know. Um, yeah. I should probably stop here. I think I think porn is fear. It's, you know, sex is love, porn is fear. It's it's uh, sex is opening yourself up to something else. Giggity. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, it, it is. It's, 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 it's openness, it's acceptance, uh, Porn is is fear. It's it's holding something back. It's right. it's um, keeping a part of yourself. Uh, you, there's no risk involved. Therefore, um, it's probably blazing you know, hot. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Those really? machines aren't that great. Yeah, mm, it's just a little warm. Yeah. Oh, that tastes like pure mud. Does it? Is yeah. it strong? Nah, it's weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very weak. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Those coffees are incredibly. Matt, I brewed a cup uh, of coffee from Matt's Keurig. Mm-hmm. Um, not great. No. <laughs> nope. Not great. Um, welcome to give this some thought. Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show on the last bastion of sanity in a twisted world. Weather is cool. The beer is cold, and the THC settles just right on a mind controlled by MK Ultra. Joining me is my co-host Matt Hume. How you doing, everybody out there in Audio Land? Oh, Matt, so as I told you, <clears throat> I think I told you on the phone the other day, mm-hmm. um, we got a complaint uh, on last week's episode. Okay. Uh, <laughs> or rather, an admonishment. I don't know that it was a complaint so much as an admonishment. And <laughs> the admonishment was, uh, we talk about politics too much. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, right. if you recall. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured... We- Dive into what Trump's been doing. Because <laughs> one thing I've noticed over the past maybe week or so is there are not enough people really talking about Donald Trump. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like he's really taken the forefront of yeah. the, of the yeah. focus and attention like he should be. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be sworn in as president, and nobody's saying anything about him. It's right? Just, it's weird it's just, to me. It's quiet. Yeah, yeah. It's shady almost. But uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's wrong. <laughs> Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Um, <laughs> it's unreal to me. I I had my own little moment today again at work, mm-hmm. where that that just that whole press conference like popped up in my head. Yeah, and I was like, that was just incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be rude. <laughs> no, no, I won't give you a question. <laughs> uh, um. That being said, so not politics. Here we go. Okay. This is the not politics episode. Sure. 
Um, well, let's see. There's, well, there's sports. Yeah, that's one. There's a sports category. I think. Do we there's, know now who's going to the Super Bowl? Um, All I know is that Sunday night, <clears throat> the only thing I saw on Facebook was the word Cowboys. And I wasn't sure if it was a big game of cow- like Cowboys and Indians. Yeah. Or like it was, I assumed it must have been a sports thing. It is a sports thing. They lost, actually. The Cowboys did. That's a real bummer for Cowboys. Well, for the people who are Cowboys fans. Yes. It is. It, it was. It sounds like it. Yeah. Jason was pissed off because he's a Cowboys fan. Well, yeah, my heart goes out. It just goes out. Yeah. <laughs> what is so? Who do we know? That, that's a real, it was a kind of a real uh, question. Do we know who's going to the Super Bowl yet? A football there... team. Uh, there's a football <laughs> team that's going to go. Be just the, one? Two of them actually. Oh, because I was going to say that I think it would be the first Super Bowl with just one team. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I love the Super Bowl though. Ugh. It's the ads, man. The ads. I don't see how you can. Un- I, I don't see how that's a thing. Oh, the ads. Well, that you're into the ads. And oh, the people the are into watch, the watch, and there's so much money. I just, I, I'm so into it, I, man. I know, I know. And every the year, the brand bowl they call it. I love it. Every I, year, I, half I of the people are they're in it for the ads. But it's just it's it I seems know. to me the ultimate bread and circus. The ultimate. Here is the your distraction, people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it's well it's uh, spectacle. It, it, yes. I mean, and I, and I love it. <clears throat> Excuse me. If I have the opportunity to, or if I'm in a setting where, because the Super Bowl is always a sh- social thing, you know, seems like it. The parties so, and stuff. Yeah. Um. I may watch it. I may not. I probably not. I hope not. But if I do, yeah. The only thing I'm going to be looking at is the breakdown of the Super Bowl halftime show for all the oh the Illuminati. All the, yep. Well, not Illuminati, but all the occult symbolism. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of occult symbolism out there. Yeah. Typically you know? happens. Uh huh. Um, I think that's just at this point. That's just a billion dollar idea. You just make a YouTube video about the halftime show. Yeah, you could well, almost just you know recycle what? one. There hasn't been a whole lot of those year. done, right? That, not a whole lot that I've seen. No. Yeah, no. Um, mm-hmm. nope. <laughs> but if you, but I think if you just put it up like a couple hours after it happens, yeah. Like my God, man, you could you could make because I had a video that had a hundred thousand views, mm-hmm. and I did pretty well off of it yeah um and i can't even imagine i mean you could just you could literally make a year's living yeah off of a couple million views yeah on a video on youtube yeah if you if you if it was on the right yeah topics and stuff maybe we'll see uh and that seems to be like you could i mean you could really target that yeah. you know like really here's, break it down here's the thing though maybe i think we'll have you do that i think that half <laughs> of all the Occult symbolism, occult symbolism, and the people who go on YouTube and be like, "There is only the occult sex. symbolism of the Super Bowl," and talk about you know Katy Perry on the on the back of the lion and right Janet Jackson's nipple and all this you know yeah. Beyonce with her checker floor and you know Madonna with all her you know all her symbolism and stuff like that. It 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 it's almost as though they're that's targeted advertising for the Super Bowl. Specifically for the, the Super hype Bowl for hat, the show, yeah, exactly. At the, at the halftime show, no, but to to ensnare those people who wouldn't be watching it anyway to watch it to watch it, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Just one way to get us to focus our time and attention, well, one, our our magical one more intent to watch our it. intent, yeah. our focus on on that specific twenty minute segment, yeah, of television. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. 
you got to wonder what what that's used for. If you buy into sort of meme magic and well, not just meme magic, just magic, magic. Well, or magic and, and if you buy in if you buy into sort of that magical principles and because I listened to that episode of THC, obviously, yeah. uh, and if you buy into and uh, it was it was talking about a a, <clears throat> a certain American event which will not be mentioned since mm-hmm. this is the episode about politics, but if you buy into that idea that it can be done. Because I think typically, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the expert in these things, but typically, you know, if we were going to perform some magic for some reason, you know, uh, it would be, it would be you and I and the focusing of the intents and the rituals and, and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. but it would be a localized event, right? It would all be done physically speaking, it like in one area by a group mm-hmm. of people who are, yeah. who are around one another. Yeah. But that idea of like the 4chan thing, and, and again, that's the theory, you got to wonder what, if, if, if it's a magic, if it's a ceremony, mm-hmm. right, or a ritual, yeah, or whatever the word that you folks use, <laughs> then then what for what purpose would be my yeah. question? What? And who 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 stands to profit? Uh-huh. Why and and what are they trying to accomplish? Yeah, would be my yeah sort of what I it would is break it is down. sort of sort of um, it kind of is the in vogue thing to do the whole uh, magical intent over the internet's. Uh, sort of thing right now, right? And, and it's very circles. interesting. It's mm-hmm. very interesting. You see I don't a lot know of, that I buy it all, but you see a lot of posts in uh, the occult subreddit being like people posting sigils and saying, "This is a sigil for a certain thing. Would you all please focus on this for two minutes and focus your intent on it, so we can charge this sigil, so we can do this and that and the other for me," mm-hmm. which not isn't something that would have happened ever before. Yeah. And now exactly because it would have been a local. It would have been do do specifically to meme meme magic is if yeah you know meme magic, uh, which is weird. It's it's really weird. But but yeah. I think I think that that to attach the word word magic to the term meme is kind of you know it's redundant. It's uh, a meme by in and of itself is a thought virus, a. a a collection, an image in a collection of a few words that together uh, draw out and spark a deeper motion. A energy. Yeah, it's a je ne sais quoi. It's uh, it's something that that it's it's an intangible, tangible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that uh, words. It's it's a con- con- collection of picture images and words that together are more than just images and words that can sum up an emotion and a feeling. Um, um, uh, uh, Kojak is the name for the feels guy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, the penciled in white dude, right? Who's the feels dude? You know, this is a weird sort of feeling, and you know, it's Kojak, and he's that's his name. Okay, so I think that 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 it's that sort of the a meme in and of itself is is sort of um, a, a link to that abstract feel that's necessarily unexpressible. And it's in that that you can put a lot of intent without having a lot of uh, understanding of what's going on with that intent. Uh, I don't know. So I think I think that that images and logos that we put on uh, um, on our bodies, um, clothing, um, you know, uh, sports logos, corporate logos. You know, you're wearing a Death Death Wish coffee T-shirt right now. You yeah. Know? I'm wearing a hoodie from a a college. Right. Like it's, you know, we advertise on ourselves everywhere we go. We carry around these sim- si- sigils and symbols and, and, and ideas that present to the world this is what we're about, right? And it's a meme in and of itself. So the, the meme is no 
not something that, that just sprang up over the past few years. Five years, right? Didn't start start with Pepe. It's it's a lot older than. But that. it ended with him. You know. Um, I know we're trying to find things to talk about in our politics. Did Colin send you this that he did on his mom's Facebook? No. What did you do? Colin, West Coast correspondent, friend of the show, he sent me this. <laughs> this is what I want folks to use the show for. Okay. This is this is the epitome of, and I mentioned it last week. He sent it to me like two weeks ago, day, eight, ten days ago, whatever it was, uh, and I didn't mention it. But <laughs> his mom posted a link on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it's just a headline, and it goes to foxnews.com, but no. here's the headline. I should have had you guess whether it was InfoWars mm-hmm. or not. But uh, and it, th- this is the headline. Christians, the most persecuted group in the world for the second year, mm. says the study. Foxnews.com. And he commented on it with just a link. What's the study? Persecutedchristians.com? Is that where the study comes from? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. No, he posted a link to the YouTube bit where we talk about Christians being persecuted. Oh, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> he posted it directly, just directly. I couldn't be happier <laughs> about that usage of our words. I yeah. just, I, I'm, I, he sent me that and I'm like, that's the greatest thing I've seen all year. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, good. <laughs> I'm glad we're going to make some, did, now, did she respond to it? N- not, I should ask him, I guess. I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> that's just great. It doesn't get any better than that. Um, okay. So more non politics, Matt. Here we go. Well, we covered sports. What else is there? There's, well, yeah. Well, there, we'll do it like sections just newspaper, one sport because there's more sections than the politics section. Where is that news? Right over here. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. No, um, but we'll just cover the items like sections. Okay, so there's okay. the obituaries. Has anybody died? Uh, the well, last I'm sure some people. The last person to step to step foot on the moon, actually. Really? Yeah. Um, Richard Cohn, I think is his name is. No, that's not his name. I don't know. I forget his name. But um, he died recently. Yeah. Stepped yeah. on the moon. Uh huh. Last the, living person that's the last on guy the to be on the moon. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Well, let's moment of silence there. Yeah, he uh, he actually yeah. He, did he see any aliens or lizards up there? I don't like, know, uh, but he did leave a note in his will that said he left he he left the stove on. So uh, oh, that gas bill, spaghettios. It's either blown up or the the gas bill is just <laughs> astronomical right now, which makes sense because it's on the moon, you know. Uh, okay, so there's obituaries. Um. Here we go. You know that every paper calls it something different, but like mm-hmm. that lifestyle section? Yes. Okay, yeah. let's cover that. Okay. Where are we at? Well, I've I've come up with a new recipe. Okay. Actually. You're a good cook. I, I, I'm interested to hear this. Pretty pretty decent. You're pretty a fantastic decent. cook. Matt, Matt under, under speaks his cooking yeah. on this show. It's, <coughs> Matt's a fantastic cook. I've eaten it several times, and he's he's... He never disappoints. Unfortunately, I don't. By the way, you want to get in on a... You, I thought I was talking to a couple of buddies of mine. You, you, you want to... What if we all save ten grand and you can get in on it? I just need some of your money. But <laughs> you want to do a taco truck? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a food truck. A food truck, eh? Yeah, we'll buy a food. I was thinking ten grand. Mm-hmm. We'll all save ten grand. I'll get my brother in on it. Me, one other guy, and you. He said that he's got a buddy who's a really good cook. So mm-hmm. you, you, you guys have to put your heads together and cook. <laughs> And then we'll run the business and fix, fix the truck. It's much better to, to uh, have some have one cook who's one a chef who wants to do his menu his way than it is to hey two. here's a stranger you've never met or cooked before with why don't you to it's a good point yeah that's good point just be us butting heads over things. either way are you down for a taco truck 
Uh, I'm I'm always down for some tacos. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see what what happens. Well, they're not just for us, Matt. You have yeah. to realize we're trying uh-huh. to sell them to make money. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know. It's something. Yeah. Like I said, like I was talking to you about earlier when we were super serious. It would be something for me. You mm-hmm. know, I, I I've always wanted to own my own business, and that I think that'd be really cool. To okay. Do. I don't know. We'll think about the taco truck. Okay. And I think if we go to a bank and say, "Hey, we've got ten grand. Will you give us 15? Yeah. You have to your your the percentage rate on that loan has to be much better than saying, "Oh, here's our idea and maybe a business plan." Mm-hmm. Will you let us buy a truck? Uh, my sister and I uh, kind of did the numbers one time on it, and to get it up and off the ground, it's about fifty grand. Really? Well, ten grand was just the starting point. Ten grand was so a bank takes us seriously. Uh, was my thought 50, process. 50 grand gets you your uh, a, a van or a, a bus or something. Right. Um, plus all the things you need to make sure that a health inspector can walk in and approve it. Um, so there's, a, you know, well, that 25, <laughs> 25 grand right there. Dude, I've, I've I've worked at festivals cooking cooking funnel cakes like yeah. all day long in the sun and the health but inspector comes by and he's like, you're good. Remember, you don't, you don't want to... You want to be able to do things right. You want to be able to go to those funnel cake festivals, but then you also want to be able to go to downtown Clayton, right? And outside the courthouse, yeah. When you know during lunch, yeah. all those hundreds of people are walking all across for the oh, corporate Ernesto, places. you know the empanada guy, yeah, yeah, from the Scranton Strangler. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyhow, okay, so so okay, well, back to the section of the recipes, uh, the, the grizz- lifestyle, yeah, the new recipe, the the the, the grizzly gourmand, which okay, is, or gourmand. Which is my section of the? It's so. The other day, I was really wanting some cereal. Okay, as as folks are wanting to do, uh, just a, just a, a big old bowl of cereal would just hit the spot. Uh, went into the cabinet, poured the cereal into the bowl. Right. Uh, opened the fridge. No milk. Oh, that's the worst. None. Zero. Because then you got a bowl of dry cereal, and you you have to eat it or yeah. not or mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. hate it. So I <clears throat> I compromised. I took a coffee cup. And I filled it halfway with water, and then okay. I took some cream, some 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 creamer for coffee, right? Some of the liquid, and I poured that into there. Uh huh. Right. Uh huh. And the other halfway, mixed that up, poured it in. Perfect. Perfect substitute. No kidding. And my cereal kind of tastes like my like French vanilla. There you go. Yeah, my uh my shredded wheat my shredded wheat. Tasted like French vanilla. That sounds terrible. Uh, it was honest. not good. It was not that great. No, it wasn't. So a new recipe wasn't guaranteed to be good. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, look, so there's a lifestyle section. What other sections are in the paper? Uh, the, we talked about the, sports. The new cocktail. The new cocktail. Oh, cocktail. Okay, what's Co- the new cocktail? Yeah, cocktail corner of the sec of the paper. Um, uh, it's uh, it's it's one part rum. Yeah. One part energy drink. Uh huh. One part orange juice. That doesn't sound bad, actually. Garnish. What gar- energy drink? Any uh, energy drink? Sugar-free NOS. Sure. Ooh. So you get that orangey. Yeah, sort yeah. of the citrusy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And any rum? Uh, add ice. You know, any rum. I prefer Sailor Jerry's. Right. Uh, you could add any rum that you want, however. There you go. Yeah. So a cocktail recipe. So we got a new recipe, a mm-hmm. cocktail recipe. This is fantastic. This No Politics show is really going great. Um, yeah. Mo- this flow. Movies. We got we got a great flow, The entertainment actually. section. Yeah. That's what I love about the No Politics show. Apparently, there's a musical flow. out, La La Land. What's what's that? I have no idea, but everybody's talking about it. Actually, you know it. what? I saw that on IMDb. Um, yeah, what's I, it about? I don't even... I don't know. I, it's a musical, <laughs> you said? I'm told. I don't oh. know. I saw Rogue... Did you see Rogue One? 
Uh, yes, I did see. Okay, Rogue let's one. review Rogue One okay. real quick. Um, I thought it was terrible. There were no lovable characters. Mm-hmm. There were no characters for me to get behind. Um, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but typically, mm-hmm. when I walk away from a Star Wars movie, there's one character that sticks out to me that I was like, really like that guy, yeah. Jar Jar Banks, for example, from Episode One. Sure, loved mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Not being sarcastic either. I know for some reason Star Wars fans seem to have an issue at that. I I like Jar Jar Banks. I thought he was the standout of Episode One. Mm. Okay, the droids. The droids are always um, uh, written really well. I, f- I feel like uh, the droid, in, the droid in Rogue One, dog sh- didn't mm-hmm. laugh once. Um, yeah, I didn't like it at all. I, and I, it also didn't continue the story for me. So, what well, it's not supposed to? It's supposed to be a standalone movie. Well, even it though it, it does fit into the story, it sucked. Yeah, I didn't like it. That's my review. Uh, one did three out of five stars. <laughs> Cool. I don't remember a whole lot of ro- about Rogue One. Uh, How high were you? Well, I w- it wasn't that. It was uh, it was drunk because oh. we <laughs> we were drinking that night. How and, much? Like what? What are we talking about? Uh, some rum, and we were drinking that night. I didn't say what. I said how much. Uh, I don't know. I was probably like on four, number four or number five. Gotcha. Did you sleep then during the film? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, I was, I was. Jason was bored. I was bored. There was nothing to do. I was like, let's go see Rogue One. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, we sat down like in the second row from the front, which I hate. I hate. Yeah, why'd you do that? Was it full? Because it was full. Uh. Yeah. Um, but I took uh, my flask with me, filled that up with rum. Oh, God. So <laughs> got a big Dr. Pepper, poured the whole thing in. What is wrong with you? Yeah, drank that during the movie. Uh, so got even more drunker. Um, I mean, it was... so, it was, And so he, he sobered up and then drove like yeah, home, and then yeah, you just sat there yeah, and yeah. got plastered. Mm-hmm, pretty much. <laughs> Um, I, so I remember some stuff out of it. Uh, the Darth Vader stuff was okay. Uh, the Princess Leia stuff at the end, because I knew the Princess Leia stuff at the end was coming. Uh, but yeah, totally disappointing. Like, r- great one shot oh, and, of her. And Vader. Even Pussy Vader from, uh, what was the last Star Wars flick? A New Hope, not A New Hope. What was the last Star, the last Star Wars movie? The Empire With the guy Strikes from Back. Girls? No, 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 re- like two years ago. Oh, Return of the Jedi. No... What's the name of that Star Wars movie? The Phantom Menace. No. Stop naming the original. Attack of the Clone? What's the name of that Star Wars? Return of the Sith. It's on the tip of my tongue. Budge. I don't remember it. Anyways, Pussy Vader. The Empire Strikes the Menace? (laughs) Pussy Vader, I felt, was even better Uh than the Darth Vader in here. There was so little Vader. That could have livened that whole movie up. Yeah. That whole movie with the with the piss poor droid writing and the and the um and and no lovable characters could have been livened up by some more force choking and mm-hmm. they didn't even do that. Yeah. Oh, it's, didn't like it's it. Star Wars: The Jedi Awaken. That's no. what it is. The Force Awakens. That's what it is. No, I think no. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it's the Force Awakens. Look it up right now. That's wrong. Or was that a Need for no, Speed? No, I'm not title? even. I'm not even. Need for that, speed, no, that force. was like need for, need for Speed. That was like Need for Speed. I'm not even joking. No, it, it was The Force Awakens. No, look it up. It's not The Force Awakens. Yes, that was the one with Pussy Vader. Yeah, Adam Driver. It was him. <laughs> Get made you look. You're being a jerk. Anyways, so okay, how many stars out of five? Uh, two. <laughs> Without so much rum, it would have been a five. But yeah, you know, I was really looking forward to that CGI Princess Leia and one shot of her. Thanks, appreciate that. Well, well. I wasn't too pleased. So there's the entertainment section. Uh, what else? Oh, man. This is rough. The comics. 
Well, yeah. Which are never funny. Which are never funny. No, they're not. You remember, do you remember the comics back in the day, way back, like when I was a kid, my dad used to bring these home, and he called them, I don't know if there was a name for them, but he called them Magic Eye. You remember these things? Mm -hmm. Where you had to kind of hold them right and cross your eyes. It was always in the comic section of the paper. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then an image would pop out at you. Yeah, yeah. That was the only part of the comics I liked. Really? The the Magic Eye. I like Dilbert. It's not bad. It wasn't familiar. Dilbert? I mean, I'm familiar, but I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't a reader. I wouldn't say. Yeah. Um, um, Magic Eye, though. I used to love trying to get those things because you'd like hold them and then get your eyes to cross for the 3D for the yeah. thing to jump out at you. Here's the thing about comics. Even even and I'm not talking about comic books. Okay. I'm yeah. Talking about comics. Now I like comic books. I've read some graphic novels I'm, that I like. I don't like comic books. Really? No. No. No graphic novel. No- well. Let me buy you a good period piece one, Matt. You'll be hooked. Sure, yeah. You get me. You get me the Downton Out Abbey graphic novel. I'll be. I'll be set. I'll, I'll, get, be I'll set. get you. I'll get you like volumes one through nineteen of the Xena Warrior Princess, and you'll just be not a period piece. Fantasy. Well, same thing. But okay, right? They yeah. ride horses, and we don't. So it's a period piece. <laughs> sure, sure. No, no, you, no. You're totally right. That's Game um, of Thrones is a period piece. Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. Um, well, they don't have cell phones. Yeah. I. How is it not a period piece? It's in a period un, that is not our own. But but a period piece usually means a different period of recorded history. That's what a period piece means. It means like a period of, of history. But Game of Thrones is not a part of history. That doesn't happen. That's, well, that's fantasy. It's a made-up story. A period in piece a different period. usually means... No, actually, it's a period. That's no, because you can have you can have fantasy in this period, but the fantasy of the Game of Thrones Matrix, world, Matrix no, Revolutions, no. is not a period piece. No, Game of Thrones actually happens in the year 2017. It's happening right no, now. It yeah, it does. Okay, why do you think it's taking George R. R. Martin so long to write those books? Because <laughs> he keeps going to Westeros. Because he opens up the Westerosi newspaper and is like, <laughs> okay, now I have the next two paragraphs. <laughs> Apparently, there's a lot less uh, boobies in the books. Um, I'm told. Like, like you, like you're not flipping through the books, and there's like a picture of tits. No, <laughs> no, no. But apparently, there's a lot less. No, there's more sex in the books. Really? Or just as much? Yeah, yeah. Well, interesting, because my wife told me the opposite. I like wonder why. It's not why. just HBO. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder why. I have to go home and have a little conversation there. She's reading about. She's reading about descriptions of manhood. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, aren't we all? Well, yeah. Read a description of manhood. <laughs> the best description of manhood she's going to get goes to bed next to her every night. Well, the best. The best description of manhood we <laughs> we can all get is found at DonaldJTrump.com. No, stop. stop! Don't be rude. No. Don't be rude. All right. Um. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. No, I won't give China. you a question. <laughs> China. Um. <laughs> it's a period piece. Let's just. Fine. Leave it at that. Um, what else? The entertainment section. Weather. <laughs> we had ice apocalypse. I don't know here in the Midwest, at least. Wasn't yeah. even. It wasn't that scary. I, I drove. No. I drove every one of the days. Yeah. And roads were fine. It's, so, it was. Yeah. But uh, it was blown over, dude. A bunch of folks were off work. We closed early. We we closed. We closed at like two p.m. Dude. Yeah. On a Friday. I did not go to work on Saturday. Because of ice apocalypse. Yeah. Because we decided not to open till two o'clock. I usually I usually work like nine to four, nine to five. 
wasn't any reason did, for me did, to did come in that game. early. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we ended up closing like at, um, like at eight. Just because everybody was scared. That's mm-hmm. it. Because like I said, I drove every one of the days and it was fine. Here's the reason why for Icepocalypse. Oh, here we go. We get to find out who's really behind it. Well. Debunking Icepocalypse with first vacuum off, after uh, these messages. Stamps.com. Harp. <laughs> Harp is the the um, the weather modification system. Oh, God. I knew you were going to go there. In Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh, is responsible for it, right? We had a, a uh, is it I don't know a bunch like, every day, but for what purpose? For a, a week ago, every couple of days. No, oh, I'm getting to that. A week ago or so, uh, for like two solid days, just, just so many chemtrails in the sky or contrails, I guess I should say. Uh, so many contrails in the sky, which we all know have chemicals like barium and stuff like that, and they'll have aluminum stuff for mass mind control, but also for weather modification and stuff like that. Uh, they then they did this so that across the Midwest everyone would stay home, and they would stay glued to their screens. I'm not joking. I think this this could be a possibility. I, the powers that be made sure that this hours, weekend. Brother, I'll be honest. This weekend. Well, I had a sinus infection, so it was it was sleep restrained. <coughs> everybody was at home, glued to their television screens, watching the news, watching the football game, looking at the news, so they can all collectively be more and more afraid of Donald Trump. So we can all be collectively more and yeah, more afraid of the Russians. Talk about politics. Well, I mean, so much of 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 everything we do goes back to that. However, um, yeah, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe they just wanted to keep everybody inside for this weekend, so we can all focus on uh, how terrible it's going to be once once Donald Trump takes office. Well, speaking of that. <clears throat> we'll just have to break it. We're, we, we, you know, we tried not talking politics. So well, we could drop it at that. Well, no. Uh, so today, when this comes out, Thursday, will be the 19th. And that means that tomorrow uh, will be Friday, the 20th. And what that means, both to us and to our listeners, means one thing, Matt. Superman flying as best as he can. Superman gonna save us all. Superman, he flies in his underpants. Superman! The 20th of January, 2017. Ladies and gentlemen of the Tripod Broadcasting Universe. Superman. Donald. Jimothy Trump. (laughs) Is it Jimothy? I don't know what it is. Uh, I think it's John. Donald John. We'll take the throne. Yeah. DJ Trump. Many said that he couldn't do it. Many have questioned whether he did do it. But he takes the throne as the leader of the evil empire. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, did you read what I wrote on my website? No. No, I did not. I started... <laughs> I posted on Twitter the other day. I was like, uh, 2017, the year I messed with my website again. I wrote something on my website, and the title was, They're All the Same, and it was about Donald Trump, and it was about this NSA thing, right? Did you hear about this? Obama just signed over, like, like from what I understand, it's murky, as these things always are. Um, but from what I understand, he basically said, so the NSA right now does all this warrantless data collecting, right? Which we know, Snowden, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He, what Obama basically signed in, again, from what I understand, is that this data, <clears throat> as it stands, was only allowed, like, the NSA collected it, and they would have their hands in it, right? 
to dispense it at their will. At their will, meaning if you were the FBI and you want to uh, uh, crack down on Joe Drughead, you have to say, NSA, please hand me Joe Drughead's uh, phone calls, right? Yeah. And his Facebook and whatever else. And and then they would say, I believe via court order, again, to, my, to the best of my knowledge, uh, yes, you can do that for a lawful purpose. Mm-hmm. That's my understanding. Now, uh, from what I understand, what Obama just signed in days before Trump takes office is, uh, well, we can skip that middle step. Mm-hmm. And all intelligence agencies can just root through all the data. Yeah. It's it's basically blown the doors off. And 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 the point that I made on my website and the point that I'll make here, and I encourage you to go to take a look at it, AddisonTodd.com, if you're at all interested. But the point that I will make is this proves to me this is, I mean, this is just the last straw for me of, of this idea that, because I think I kind of started to go down the path of, yeah, yeah, Trump, conservative values, making America great again. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not Obama, right? Yeah. Yeah. The socialist guy who jacked up, medic, jacked yeah. up my healthcare prices. Yeah. Grab him. Yeah. yeah. It started to go down there. And then, and then, and then this happened and I was like, nope, nope. They're all the same. Mm-hmm. They're all the same. This is an entity that is run that is not for the people. Yeah. It hasn't been in God knows how long. Perhaps there's been small bits of it that have been, but it is not run for the people and hasn't been in a very long time. Yeah. And borrowing the famous meme, the famous moniker, whatever you want to call it, if you really want to make America great again, it will be a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Mm -hmm. But they're all the same. Yeah. Why why would Obama do this? I mean, two years he's 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 spent, you know, every public moment, at least with a jab, sometimes full on campaigning against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Why why on earth would you allow his administration this type of access if if you truly believe all the things that you said? Because he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He's just another president. Yeah. Doesn't matter the name, doesn't matter the party. Just an, just another CEO of the same company that will mm-hmm. wake up January twenty first and run exactly as it did the day before. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's that really is the bottom line. As as sad and as harrowing and as as um, frustrating as that realization might be, it's one that I've that I've very clearly come to. And this this helped me. I mean, it's it's a message that you've preached for a while, but this this was one thing that I just a concrete news, and nobody made that connection. You know, you didn't see the Washington Post saying, "See, they're all the same and against us." Like, obviously, yeah. that wasn't the thing. But I saw this, and I was like, "Yeah, they 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 don't care about us. They don't care about us. They don't care about us." Yeah. They care about the money that we can make them. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Through taxes, through having a domain, wealth, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That's what they care about. They don't care about the people. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we're the, we're the horses, you know, on a horse-drawn carriage. A team of horses, mm-hmm. right? Pulling a sled. Mm-hmm. And the horse, you know, you beat the horses, you, you make the horses work, you do, you put you, a feed bag in front of them, put a, put a feed bag in front of them, mm-hmm. put them in the barn, but you don't really care about those horses. If one of the horses die, you get another horse. Yep. You know? Yeah. It's just the vehicle that you're using so you can get to where you want to go. But yeah. it's not, it's not about, it's not about the, the taxpayer. It's not about the voter. It's about the person in office. They're trying to rise to the top of the corporate ladder. And that is what 
America is. It is a corporation. The president is the CEO, and the people with money and influence in this world are members of the board. And it's, can you get the CEO to do what you want them to do? Mm-hmm. You know, do you ha- are you powerful enough to get on the board? Can you rise up in the company, you know, from from mayor to to senator, you know, upper middle management? Can you get on the board yourself that way? You know, uh, I mean, that's that's the that's that's the reality of our government. It is it is not um, a way that people can govern themselves and live together peaceably with other people. It is a, a, a method um, for for gaining power for individuals, psycho psychopathic individuals, I might add. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you know, I hate to take it back to politics there because because I did, but um, I've been thinking about this idea since I wrote you know the the, the piece column, the blog, whatever you want to call it, and I think. I'm I'm really really for the next four years, and I'm going to stay tuned in. We're going to talk about it on this program. Obviously, I'll post some online on my website on social media. Obviously, but at the end of the day, a win or a loss of a candidate is not a win or a loss for a people group, or or um, society, or or any of these these things that we choose to let divide us and that sort of thing. The thing that is important is, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of freeing, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's kind of freeing to realize that they're against me. I'm going to do me and my family and and my business because that's, that's I don't, I you know, least of all is the government going to look out for me. Yeah, yeah. And that's, again... That might be a little depressing if you're expecting the government to do something for you, but uh, it's it's kind of freeing to be mm-hmm. honest, because because your business is in your own hands. Yeah, yeah and thank God, th- th- thank God, truly, thank God. I mean this when I say thank God. At least in this country, we have the illusion of being able to handle our business ourselves. Well, I think we're given limited choices, but even still, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, we have personal we, property. Personal property is a big one. Yeah, I mean, you can still buy a home, buy land, build on it. Obviously, there's government restrictions and everything, and 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 there's caveats to that whole process. But you yeah. can you can still do with some caveats what what you want to do, mm-hmm. right? Financially as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Tremendous. Huge. Huge. <laughs> I kind of want to watch the inauguration. I'm, I'm I plan on it. If I can, what is it like two two in the afternoon? I don't know what it is. I'll I'll be at work. I don't. People, it's funny. People, people will always say somebody will text me throughout the day or whatever, and they'll be like, "What do you?" What do, you, what do, you do? And I'll be like, "At work, obviously." And they'll be like, "Why, obviously?" And I'll be like, "Because I'm, I'm always here." Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, if I'm not there, I'm here, and and a little and the, or asleep. Yeah, <laughs> is, the, is the really the only other option? Yeah. So. That being said, looking forward to 2017. Uh, can we mention the goal that you achieved earlier, the piece of paper? Oh, yeah. I got uh, a letter. You did get a letter. 
<laughs> um, Regis got a letter. It was from. You know, are you familiar with Blue's, Blue's Clues? No, what, Blue's Clues. Captain Blue and, and uh, his clues therein. You mean Steve and the <laughs> Clues? No, I know Blue's Clues. Yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I got a letter um, today. Pause. Did that dude ever get put away for touching kitties, or is he still? No, I think he just had a huge drug addiction problem. Okay. It, no, it wasn't. He wasn't touching kids. It was. It was. It was just massive amounts of drugs. Booger sugar. Yeah. I think it was like, I mean, I you, think it was dope. You, your job is to sing a song about opening letters. Like, yeah. Yeah. You look me directly in the eye, Matt, and say you wouldn't be high if you had that job. Sure. You can't sure. do it. Right. Yeah. I'd be high if I had that job. You didn't buy, your, your job was to listen to the disembodied voices of children exactly. yelling at you through a television set. Exactly. Uh, no, I got, I got a letter. Bring on the drugs. Yeah. I got a letter <laughs> from uh, Stafford Student Loans saying that. That's right. That it was paid off the uh, the last amount. The I read it myself. Bit. That's incredible. Um, done, Dunzo. That is the last. Um, that is the the last piece of debt that I have. Yeah, that's the last person. civil debt that Matt Hume owns, owes I, to society. I don't have a phone bill. Um, I, as far as a paper trail is concerned, uh, no, I don't. I'm not on any sort of lease. Yeah. Um, I'm not. No banks. I have no official address. Um, that was sent to my mother's house, actually. Nice. Um, and did she open it? Occasionally, my no, mom will still open. No, no. Occasionally, no, my mom never does that. Float over there. Never does that. Um, yeah. So I have. Uh, I have. I have no. Technically, no address. Now I have this address linked up through my job. Like that's the one thing that I have. Oh, for a W two. Yeah. yeah. So now, do have... you file taxes? If you don't mind me asking, yeah. do you file taxes? Yeah. Okay. And do you get money back? Not usually, because usually I don't claim anything, or usually I don't. I I, I don't. You don't, I don't have haven't taken anything out. No. Yeah. No. So it's just straight. I was just curious. I don't know why I wanted to ask yeah. that, but um, not usually. So that's your only link lot. to the system, then. Pretty much, yes. Yeah, through my is job. a taxpayer essentially yeah. through your job, mm-hmm. and then you know, the Facebook, the Reddit, the other stuff that's linked to yeah. my phone. But yeah. But I think the monetary one is where the claws are really. Uh-huh. In. If I quit my job and ditched my phone, no one but my family would look for me. Basically, is what I'm saying. That's amazing. Yeah, that is incredible. Yep. I, I no I, government I, agency, no law enforcement, no nothing, no no debt collectors, no nothing. Nobody trying to sell me anything. That sort of shit. nope, nothing. I can't I can't put into words how much I envy you. Uh, this vagabond lifestyle, you know. Uh, maybe, if, yeah, maybe if I had a well, little more credit card debt, I'd have a girlfriend. Maybe maybe that. No, but, but it's vagabond in a certain sense, but in a, in another sense, like I said earlier, it's, it's that's an accomplishment as well. well like, because because right now, you know, if you went on OkCupid okay or Tinder or what, whatever, like you, do you know how many people you would find that are exactly like that? You'd be hard pressed to find one. Yeah. Really, yeah. you would. Maybe online you could find some other, you know, jerk off nerds that are like you. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know what I mean? But like you wouldn't, you wouldn't, that's not a thing. You know, mm-hmm. people have credit cards and debit cards and bank accounts and, yeah. and, and all that. And uh, that's, um, I mean, shoot, if I can get you on Bitcoin in like a year, then we'll just be, you'll, you'll be fully. <laughs> I was actually um, looking at, Stupid YouTube videos like I'm wont to do. Yeah. At two in the morning when I should be going to sleep. Yeah. 
And there's this one guy that was. Too- is her David Ike? If you just want to. Man, show uh, me some of that before we got on. My God. I was. Well, you, have, you haven't even seen the weird stuff from him. <laughs> um, I was. Uh, Listen to this one guy who was talking about some stuff, and then he went off into Bitcoin, and some of the stuff he made real made real sense, and I was like, damn, if I have $500, I might buy some Bitcoin right now. You can buy five bucks for it. Well, I mean, I would want to buy a, a significant chunk. Oh, well. Save it for a, a year or so, because, uh, man, the the situation we're right in right now is tenuous with our... The, Monetarily the, speaking? The, the monopoly money that we call cash. You know. Yes, yes, but I was thinking about this the other day too. I think I, I think interestingly enough, I ran across a YouTube video that was discussing like monetary policy or something, yeah. or, or maybe it was one of the Bitcoin subreddits I'm in. But to play devil's advocate or the other side of the coin, <laughs> pun intended, if you anybody who looks at it reasonably comes to the same conclusion that you came to right there, right? That we've that we've had on the show before of of well, it's it's kind of a mess and it's a bit of monopoly money and it's not really yeah valuable and inflation and there's there's all these aspects. But on the flip side, folks have been saying that for a hundred years. Well literally folks have been saying that sure, for a hundred years. Sure. So but then is is it ever see, gonna run out? But see, are we ever gonna stop? Are we ever going to be in a place where it's not worth anything? Eventually, eventually you, you have to be. Do you? Yeah. If you have you the have world's most powerful entity propping it up. And by that, by, by the world's most powerful entity, I don't mean the United States. I mean, quite literally, a global economy. Yeah. Because at this point, the global economy is doing the same but thing you always are. you always have to... You have, do, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Yes, though? but in order for this, this inflationary, debt-driven economy to work you you always have to be able to buy something for a dollar and sell it for 10 always okay right or the real thing is have a dollar and sell send 10 and give somebody else 10 dollars based on that dollar and that's what we do we have a dollar and we give that dollar out 10 times to 10 different people and we say that this credit i have a dollar Therefore, I'm going to write you this piece of paper that says you also have a dollar now. I'm not actually going to give you that dollar. I'm just going to pretend like I'm giving you that dollar. And that's what our money cash system and is based on. And now you owe me $10 for the dollar. Well, that now, I you owe you. Me, right. now you owe me a dollar ten for that dollar. Right. So, but, 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 but in order to do that, you always have to be able to take that dollar from somewhere else. And so what happens once you've, you've exhausted that resource? One of the things is, is propping up of prices of oil. Our our money still needs to be backed by something, and it it's right now it's backed by oil. So what happens when we can yeah, no longer back it a, by that's oil? That's a global thing, though. Like like you understand that every every other buyer and seller mm-hmm. on the planet does exactly what we're doing. Sure, but we all the dollar also controls the global oil industry. So what happens when the dollar no longer controls the global oil industry? That's what some of this fighting in Syria is about. Is that pipeline? Can Russia can Russia control enough of the oil industry to start messing with the dollar? Can can Iran do it? That's 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 the whole game in the Middle East. Um, so so, yeah, but at this point, I I I mean, to get away a little bit a little bit from the political and into more of the not the esoteric, but the sort of the big picture, right? The third uh-huh. person view. I a global collapse, if you will. Uh, uh, however. Um, Imminent, it might seem. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know that it's necessarily possible. It won't be. It won't be a collapse. It'll just be moving from one thing to another thing. And in that, in that, and it'll probably be from a cash based based society where we live in now to a cryptocurrency of some some form. So you think other. you think maybe Mr. Robot is in is, is maybe right on the money, <laughs> pun intended, in in, in the sense yeah. that a cryptocurrency that is controllable yeah. or is created by a certain entity uh-huh. could, could potentially be the next thing that is. So, but you have to replace it with something else. Or remember, yeah, we've, be- we've gone through 150 years ago. It was real cash. Okay. Right. Cash was worth something because you had, you had, you had gold coins, you had silver coins, you had for every dollar, a uh, paper dollar you had, you knew you had cash somewhere else to represent right. that. Right. And slowly we went from cash Representing a real tangible thing and being a real tangible thing, we've gone to cash is simply the definition we use to describe real tangible things. The system, yeah. Okay. So it's it's no longer the thing itself. It is something we use to describe it. It's no longer the table. It's the word we use to describe the table. Right. Okay. So eventually that system has to crash and it's built on on debt. The whole system is built on debt. More and more debt. The more you debt uh, you accrue, the more money you can lend based on that debt. So you expect to get ten billion, be paid back ten billion dollars. You can lend a hundred billion. You expect to be paid back a hundred billion. You can lend a trillion. You see where I'm right, going with this, right? But going back to the analogy of the table, and I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm really trying to get it. Like, but if if the whole world is saying no, it does represent a table, then then. What well, you have you still have have the fail? faith you know, the the faith. Like, no matter how, no matter how many table notes you need to get an actual table. Yeah. Well, who gives a shit? Everybody says it's a table. But eventually, you f- you have. But remember, so, so there really is. Or, but the fa- I mean, fractional reserve reserve lending is is think of it like this: it's an upside down pyramid. Okay. Mm-hmm. I prefer my pyramids right side up, where they well, represent the Illuminati. Sure. But think of <laughs> fractional reserve lending as a uh, pyramid scheme upside down. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you have you start with a dollar. You know the food pyramid. I turn that one upside down, and that's how I base my diet off. Yeah, of. uh, mostly <laughs> butter and fat. I do the same thing. Exactly. Cheers to that. So your fractional reserve lending. If anybody out there doesn't know what it is, uh, do some homework. Find out. Read up about fractional reserve lending. It's what our our Western. It's what every every economy in the world is, is now based built, on. Right. Yeah. It's based on a system of debt. So bank has a dollar because they have a dollar. They can write ten IOUs to ten people, and give and lend out ten cents on the dollar, because you expect at least one person to pay that back, which means you'll have well, that one dollar will come back to you eventually. So then, because you have lent that ten dollars, and those ten people can lend out ten more dollars, and so because you have a billion dollars, you can lend out ten billion dollars because you have ten billion dollars lent out. You can say, okay, well, I I know that at least one billion people will pay me back, right. so I can lend out ten right. billion more, and you just keep exponentially going on and on and on, which is why we have trillions in debt now. Right. So eventually, somebody's going to call that whole system into question. Somebody's going to pull out just the right uh, amount of money, or pull out. Just the, the right Jenga piece, some, if you will. Exactly. And yeah. the whole thing's going to come crashing down. I don't know. And I think it starts... I, mean, I, I, I think it common starts... Common sense says what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Common sense says, well, at a certain point, 
whatever it is, whether it's an activity, a, a, an event, whatever, you know, a person, whatever it might be at a certain point, you know, what you're saying happens. But then again, like I said, I don't know, man. I, I, well, I really think it, the whole world is really holding it up at this point. Well, sure, because no one wants to see the thing go down because then they lose all their money. Right, everybody but at a certain it, point, yeah, it has to go down. Yeah. So at a certain, so when I see things like, um, ten or I'm sorry, yeah, ten billion dollars in gold being dumped in a single day, right? Right. That's it's got to be somebody. Didn't Soros recently do that? That was like a month ago. Somebody yeah. dumped. Ten billion dollars in gold certificates for for fluidity for liquidity. Right. So somebody dumped ten billion dollars worth of the most precious, the most substantial sort Commodity. of investment you right. have. Right. Commodity. You have investment. you have you have uh, gold bonds. Yeah. Somebody dumped ten billion dollars worth of gold bonds onto the market and caused the price of gold to to dip by a lot. Maybe that was so they could just buy them all back plus more, you know, right. or maybe back. so they could have liquidity. Maybe so they, they could buy something else. Who knows? Somebody did that. When something like that happens, that's that's a warning sign. The stuff that Bitcoin's been doing lately, the meteoric rise and then the the bump, the fall, and then, you know, coming back and starting stabilization. to go, stabilization yeah. to go back up again. Stuff like that happens around the same time. I think it's somebody screwing around with it. Maybe it was maybe it was somebody dumping all that gold, those gold bonds in favor of uh, cryptocurrency in favor of Bitcoin. Right. Maybe that's why we saw such a rise of Bitcoin over the past month, slowly going up. Slow, somebody slowly putting money into Bitcoin. Yeah. Um. It's it's not it's not secure because our cash, um, our money. The American dollar is directly tied to debt, and that debt is directly tied to whether or not we can can control the oil market in this world. But see, once we once we no longer control the oil market, we're fucked. That's it. The dollar crashes. Yeah. There's no there's no room for discussion there. It's it will happen once the empire crumbles enough that we can no longer. Once people start undercutting us on how much. And that's all it's going to take. It's just going to take somebody to start selling barrels of oil for $5 when we have to have at least $55 in order to keep this thing afloat. Like, there's a magic number of how much oil has to sell for every single day in order to keep this thing afloat. I'm not sure what it is, and it fluctuates all the time, but there there is one. And all right. it takes is for, for some wealthy nation who has a lot of – who have a lot of oil reserves can, and can afford to sell it to start selling – Barrels of oil to everybody yeah, but would else we just for five dollars. If they did that, precisely what we've been doing to anybody who stands in our way on that front. Well, right, Gaddafi, Saddam, uh, um, uh, uh, Mubarak in in his allegiance with Gaddafi, um, Iran, you know, by by constantly threatening them, and now in Syria, you know, with the whole uh, yeah. the whole pipeline, the Syrian pipeline. And a lot of this is, is you know, Russia. Russia has the b- biggest natural gas resources in the world, you know. Um, and so a lot of the stuff with Russia is because they can undercut us on in the energy department. And we have to be able to uh, control those departments if we want to keep our economy going the way it is. Right. 
Well, and this is this should not be new to anybody out there. Yeah, it's not. This is stuff that's, that people have been talking about for 15, 20 years. Exactly. You go back to the mid-80s, mid uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Everybody, that should be required reading for every high schooler in this country. It's exactly how th- – that's the blueprint for the neocon playbook of the past 20 years of, of the interventionist war, the the taking out of anybody who might threaten our debt-based uh, – Bring, bring it uh, back around. Currency. Bring it back home, if you will. Uh, personally, on a personal level, what 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 does one do? I, I've thought about this on my own terms, you know, because it's like I have a credit card, I have a debit card, I yeah. have a bank account, I have a lease, I have all this stuff, and it's like, is, is there? I mean, short of short of cutting it all and telling my wife and kids, well, we're living in the woods on something that we built with our hands. Uh, which will never happen because I don't build and I wouldn't trust her with a house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. But, uh, you know, like what's – I've often wondered, like, is, are there small things that one can do? You know, like with my sort of – you know, I buy into Bitcoin every now and again and sometimes I sell when I've made money, sometimes I don't, whatever. Uh, like is it, – it, does that help? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe – I, I Quite literally, I'm treating it just like stocks. I'm not really using it as a currency, which is where its true effect comes in. Um, and I, d- to be honest, I think that's one of the things that slowed it down um, because there are certain people that that look at it as a currency and realize, oh, wait, this this changes the evil system that we're on. Um, but most people, by and large, it's really just, well, what's Bitcoin? Oh, it's the price of the U.S. dollar. The pre- price to U.S. dollar. Price to U.S. dollar. Like that's all. And as long as you look at it that way, well, you're not you're, you're not advancing past that. Yeah. Because if it's based if 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 whatever a Bitcoin is worth is based on whatever its U.S. dollar worth is, well, then that's based on oil too. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't. It's. You remember when we we talked about fractional reserve lending? That whole system is based on the fact that you so just stay out of that as much as possible. Stay out of debt. Yeah. That's that's the whole reason why that this, this well, I've got a school fractional room, but... reserve lending can occur is because everyone takes on more debt than they can possibly pay off in their lifetime. Yeah. Uh, but why not do that? If, just if, get if some it's nice a fifty thousand dollar car, if it's a half a million dollar house, <laughs> because eventually it has to crash. Not everybody can have that. Well, let um, it crash. Hopefully it'll be when my kids are because, alive and not me. Yeah, well. <laughs> So you you have more debt than you can possibly pay off in a lifetime. Right. So you are constantly, you know, just feeding into it. Feeding into it. You're taking right. on more for yourself and you're putting out the bare minimum that you can pay. You're taking on the $10 and you're paying out that $1. Yeah, okay. Just to keep it going, just to keep the rapid So that I mean that's how that's how they snare you. I I I I've said this on the show before. There's the one time that Jesus ever got violent, the one time he ever got violent money. was over fractional reserve lending. Specifically, fractional reserve lending in the temple. People coming into the temple, putting in their half-talent measure, right? Having to buy the, the half-talent piece and having to take that to the priests. And the priests could eventually, the, the money changers just started, instead of giving you the half-talent, or the half talent measure, we're giving you an IOU. Take that to the priest. So instead of having ten talents on hand to sell to ten or ten half talents on hand to sell to ten people to give to the priests, they could now 
have 10 half talents on hand and sell to 100 people to give to the priests. Yeah. When it refers in the New Testament to the money changers in the temple, that's what it means. That's what they were doing, yeah. That's what they were doing. They were literally, you had to have a certain, you had to pay your temple tax in a certain uh, denomination that only these special tax collectors in the temple could could give you. Could give you. Yeah. And they were they would. They, it's was, a pretty good system. It was if, a, it was, if, if you're a money changer. I mean, you... <laughs> well, if you're a stinky Jew, sure. Um, but but that so that was the one time Jesus Christ ever got violent was over fractional reserve lending, over debt, people taking on debt yeah. in order to fulfill some sort of contract that they had with society. Yeah. Okay. That's what we do now. We take on credit card debt so we can have. The nice clothes and the nice shoes and the car so we can, you know, do the things we, so we can just appeal a certain lifestyle to the people around us. So we can right. have some, you know, so we can have all the nice toys too. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's evil. So, you know, um, Proverbs talks about not going into debt. Uh, you know, the Bible, the New Testament talks about, oh no, man. Oh, oh, no man anything, you know, don't, don't let your yes be your yes and your no be your no. Don't, don't take on all this intent and all this, uh, you know, uh, I'll do it in the future, you know, stay debt free. Right. Um, because it really is, a, it's a trap. It's, it, it, it ensnares you in one mindset. Now you have to go with the program, you know, now you, you have to raise your kids a certain way and you have to, um, celebrate certain things and do certain things and have this type of car or, you know, it's a, have this type of job. You can't go back to school, you know, those sorts of things. Yeah. So yeah, debt equals slavery. It does. Well, you got anything else? Nah, I think, I think we're good. I'm, I'm, I'm tuckered out. I'm all, I'm all coffee tonight. And then I have a little cough. I have a little cough for the past six hours or so. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, um, I guess that just about does it. Uh, everywhere, give that some thought. dot com. All yeah. that good stuff. I'm glad we didn't talk about politics. Today. I'm glad. I'm glad we didn't. Yeah. Uh, either. I'm glad. You know, we talked about that beforehand that we were going to try and do it. I'm glad we stuck to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, join us next week for for the second most boring episode on the planet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. It's tough to find a groove. It's hard because I know uh, you, like me, it's the thing that we're focused on. I focus so much on work that, the, like, the sliver that I have to yeah. designate to other things is like, oh, I think in politics that, for you and I so. is it's one of the one of the spectrum, one of the lenses through which we view the world. So yeah, we see a bit of it. Yeah. sort of the political circus, and then we draw our conclusions and, is, yeah. and and kind of draw our definitions based on that political circus and. I don't know. It's one of the lenses that we look through to observe life and kind of make sense of what's going on. So, yeah, I think, I think that's accurate. Anyhow, uh, well, um, just remember, I'm pulling for you. Uh, keep your stick on the ice. We're all in this together. All right, now bow your heads for the man prayer. <laughs> I'm a man. Like. I can change. But I can change. If I have to. I guess.
This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.